Welcome to Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast talking all things in the gaming industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, Tony Erickson, and joining me this week... She is a mother of snakes and uh, can do anime voices that make me uncomfortable. It's my friend, Lara. Hello. How you doing? I am good. Tired. Exhausted. Wow. Wearing a mask is really hard to breathe, but that's okay because I wear it for the health public. Yay. That's Excuse good. Me. I'm responsible. <laughs> <laughs> Very responsible. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes. Um, so we're going to start off how we always start off a brand new episode with a brand new guest, and that's to play a little game I call Favorites. <gasps> so I want you to tell me your favorite video game, fa- fa- favorite video game character, favorite video game soundtrack, and what you're looking forward to in the remainder of 2020. Oh, geez. What a list you've given me. My favorite game probably has to be, oh, it's probably a tie between... Witcher 3, I have not played 1 and 2, don't don't sue me. Witcher 3 was just incredible, and I played it, and I very much love it. But every single game, every single one of Resident Evil's, every single one, even the ones that people hated, I actually really enjoyed it, and I don't know why people got mad at it. I love every single one. My favorite soundtrack? That's hard, man. This is weird, because it's not very exciting, but I'm actually a really big fan of... <laughs> The music from Resident Evil. I think Resident I mean, Evil that's is really a, spooky and scary. It's a good makes one. Me feel good. But a lot of people are like Sonic. Oh, I love Sonic music. Mario is great, and I totally get that. But I, I mean, just go with what I like best. Sonic does have pretty good rock songs. Sonic, Sonic Colors. Yeah, I'll give Sonic Colors. Sonic Colors is a pretty good soundtrack. It's pretty good. And oh. uh, favorite game character? Favorite game character? Siri from from Witcher. And actually, I don't think. I don't think many people really think about him, but Agent 47 from Hitman, Ooh. he's actually, I actually think he's a really cool character. He's like weirdly mysterious. You almost know nothing about him when you play him and he's so serious. And then if, and if you want, just wear that chicken hat and there you go. You have another character development within, within what's, Hitman. What's your favorite Hitman game? <laughs> Hitman 2, the one that came out. Cause I'm okay. Okay. Modern graphics. Hitman 2. Okay. Yeah, got it. I, the blood money is really funny i love blood money because it's so old and it has glitches because it was not Mm. the age for perfecting video game glitches but i really love blood money for its glitches but hitman 2 actually like because it was so futuristic and you could kill people in all sorts of ways Mm -hmm. what did you think of absolution What's what's wrong with Absolution? Didn't people not like Absolution? Okay, okay, okay. okay. So you're on. A lot of people are divided about Absolution. Okay. And I I'm on the that. I'm on the side that likes it. I like Absolution. I didn't mm-hmm. know people. Some people didn't even it's like it. It's mostly because it's mostly because a lot of the stages move in like a linear fashion, oh. which with Hitman you kind of just have. With a Hitman game, you have like everything open to you right away yeah with absolution uh, like there are a few stages where you get that but even those stages it's not that you don't have big it's more of you you progress through the level it's mostly stealthy than more than assassinations i see what you mean and it's it's very story driven compared to the rest of the franchise that's true that's true but i love it because it was my first hitman game and i'm a sucker for it I, I watched my dad play Blood Money, and I was hooked since. But I don't really play a lot of them. I, mm-hmm. I watched people play the first Hitman, like the modern one, and then I played Hitman 2 when it came out. I I think I pre-ordered it, and I played a crap ton of it and killed people in all sorts of ways. It was wonderful. Did you hear about uh, the Hitman 3 news that came out? Yes, I did. Very, full, very full VR support am, for that game. I am so excited. I don't have VR for PC, but I do have it for PS4. Ooh. So I want, if they make it for PS4, I want to get it. This PC is a little pricey, and I don't have I a mean, lot of yeah. room. Like, how much does a Vive go for? Like, a little over 500 bucks now? Yeah. And then, like, the one I bought my dad was 600 but oh. I split it with someone. So I only played 300 So I mean, that's not the worst, but still, huh? Yeah, it's a little, a little it's, painful. It's like, a, it's like getting, like, an older console for that much money. Like, back in its... An old console in the prime days, basically. Big time. 
Uh, and what are you looking forward to in the remainder of 2020? I'm pretty sure it's coming out for 2020. Let me. I'm looking up on my phone quickly. Yes, it is coming in 2020. Watchdogs, the new Watchdogs coming. Oh, Watchdogs Legion! Very excited. I was very excited the moment they announced it on. I think it was E3. E3 two years ago. Was they came two, out. Like, was it two making, years ago? That they announced it, but it was super okay. brief. And they're like, "We're going to make a game, right. but you have a limited amount of lives." And I was like, "What? That's that's so cool!" And I got so excited. But, yeah, and but then, then last they, year they showed it off. Yeah, they showed it off, more. and I got really excited. And then really this excited. year at Ubisoft's uh, event that they yes. digital event that they had, they showed off a lot more of it, and yes. it was really well done. And like, I'm honestly excited for that. When I'm done with the current games I'm playing, I'm gonna reinstall Watch Dogs One and Two and blast through those. I'm I'm probably gonna try to avoid my best and just wait for the PC version, cause. Huh. But I was so excited because I've been wanting a game with something new, and having like limited amount of lives, quote unquote, because there's ways that you can save your characters and you can get more lives with more characters. But I thought it was so neat that you can get all different kinds of characters and you can play as all different sorts of people with different abilities, and I thought that was the coolest mm-hmm. thing. So I got really, really excited when it got announced. And I'm yeah. like, I just want to play I, I, it. I can't wait to throw up chop someone as Granny. Oh my god, I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. I can't, I can't wait, wait to have my 007 car. Oh, what a dream. Yeah, it's yeah, it in the UK, so it makes perfect sense to get... Oh, it's going to be so good. I'm excited. I'm honestly... Honestly, I, I really hope that this one like does really well. I hope so too, because I really like the first one. The first, and I played, I played the second yeah. one, and the second one felt really lazy. The second one to me felt like we need to make a second one, but let's just not worry about the story. What's something cool? Hippies. Let's just put hippies and make okay. it around that. I haven't fun really played game. much of the second one yet. Super fun game. Awful just, story. Okay. <laughs> Bad story. But okay. really fun game. It has all mm-hmm. new kinds of hacking possibilities. Yes. We go from Chicago to San Francisco to London. Very exciting. It's Across exciting. the U.S. and then the world. Mr. Worldwide. Yes. All right. We're going to jump right into the week in review with that. Um, so where we talk about some of the major game releases that came out last week and some news that happened this past week as well. As for game-wise, uh, not many games, uh, that big, big games came out. The biggest one was EA Sports UFC 4. That was the big AAA release. Um, but some a really cool indie game that came out was uh, Kill It With Fire. Um, I don't know if you heard about this one, Lara. I um, didn't. When you okay, told me so, about it, I looked it up. And I'm, so it, I don't uh, really I hate re- spiders, so it's not my kind of game. But uh, I can so, see the appeal. I can yes. see the appeal. Uh, fun fact, uh, the game was worked on by a former member of RT Games, uh, Rooster Teeth's oh. game studio, before oh. that like shut down. Um, but the creator is a former member of that. I learned that because I was watching uh, Shifty Larry's stream last night, and he was playing that. Um, it, yeah, it looks fun. Uh, you, kill, you kill spiders. Um, there's jumping spiders, exploding spiders, um, spiders that give birth to multiple spiderlings so many spiders spider yeah and another game that came out was hyperscape and that was a pretty a pretty cool looking game as well um as for news uh the big one in delay news 343 and microsoft in general have announced that uh halo infinite is getting delayed to 2021 i i hope so because i wasn't really impressed really (laughs) Well, I don't play Halo. My boyfriend's a huge Halo fan, so he forced me to try the Halo games, and it wasn't my cup of tea. Okay, fair But when I watched this trailer, I was like, wow, this actually looks cool. But then if you take a really good look at the graphics, I'm like, "Mm, mmm, this isn't 2020 material. I've seen better work. Okay. "Ah." And then I thought it was just me, so I didn't say anything about it. I just kept it on the down low. But then Twitter got flooded with it. That's all I saw on Twitter. Twitter, which is exploding, like, um, Halo, what the fuck is this? And and I thought it was the funniest thing. It's like, oh, cool. So I wasn't blind. Cool, cool, cool. I didn't really see that. I like again, like I'm not. I'm one that's easily pleased when it comes to video games graphics, especially like I could care less about how it looks, but. Yeah, I'm not surprised that the game got delayed just for other reasons. Um, and, what other uh, reasons do you think? Uh, just be, the, with how they're like promoting it, it seems to be. It sounds like it's going to be the biggest Halo game to date. 
Oh. And I, I don't. I, and even like Phil Spencer said that there's not going to be a lot of first party games coming out for the launch of Xbox One. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I feel like I just felt that Halo was going to get delayed, and long and behold, it did. Well, call you future reader Tony because you got that right. Boom. Uh, in Cyberpunk news, Cyberpunk 2077 held their Night City Wire 2, uh, their second uh, digital event where they showed off a couple more trailers. Uh, a Life Path trailer showing the three paths that you can have of how you grow up, either Inner City Kid, Outlander Kid, or Corporate or corporate Rich Boy, uh, in layman's terms. Uh, they had a weapons trailer showing off the five types of weapons. Tech, power, smart, which means you can shoot anywhere and the bullets will go to your enemies. Which is my favorite type of gun. I like that a lot. Ah. Uh, melee, and of course, c- cyberware, where you have uh, blades in your arms. Literally. Oh, Wolverine, but futuresque. Very exciting. Uh, then there was a little video of uh, Becoming Samurai, which was a look into the band that they... Which I forgot to write down. Uh, the band that's recording the music for Samurai, the band that Keanu Reeves' character is the lead singer of. Oh, I need to get the poster of them immediately. And uh, yeah, and uh, there's and the date is still set for November nineteenth. I'm gonna have to get it on PS5 or PC, but I'm not extremely excited for Cyberpunk. But it's Keanu Reeves, so I'm willing to spend whatever money. And it's CD Projekt Red, the same people who developed Witcher. Well. That's oh, I have no excuse. I I kind of need to get it. Well, that's ninety bucks. <laughs> yep. Um, in big banning news, uh, Fortnite got pulled from the App Store, and Epic is now suing Apple. Yeah, I heard that earlier today. I know that the whole video of nineteen eighty four, yeah, the parody that, uh... they made yesterday, but then today I heard the news about the suit. I'm like, oh. Yep. Um, and the whole reason behind it is mostly because of the V Bucks. Um, if you buy V Bucks in the like in the in-game store, they're like twenty percent cheaper now. Um, which uh, for mobile players, especially those on App- Apple, Apple that now doesn't get a cut because of how like the paying system works for like mobile games. Like you would go to like a landing page for the game, but it would be through Apple a bit, but now it's, like, not through it at all, so they don't get any percentage of that money, so it's like, fuck your game. <laughs> and now they're suited. Uh, they're, a lo- it's honestly, as much as I dislike Fortnite, it's gonna be interesting to see where this goes. I agree. I very much despise Fortnite, but pulling out a huge game like that, even on mobile, which is not the best place to play it, that's mm-hmm. big. Big it's move. big. It's big. It's big dick energy, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see where this goes because we have two big corporate giants now going at it. Massive. Massive. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I wonder if Amazon's going to get pulled into the conversation as well, since Ooh. they're such a huge enterprise too. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I don't. I don't think they'll get involved in this one unless I don't know. They remove. Oh, I don't think they're involved. Thing. I just think they'll get mentioned. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, in more uh, rapid fire news, uh, Alto Collection is free on the Epic Game Store until August 20th. Dead by Daylight now has crossplay compatibility. And Rockstar are rolling back on a recent update that broke Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, all the animals and NPCs were invisible. A bald man follows you with a hatchet. And the game was just broken. Players couldn't mount their horses for shit, and like games were breaking and whatnot. I want a DLC if a man. A bald man can follow me around with a hatchet. I will be more than willing to pay that kind of money. <laughs> that is incredible. That sounds like a whole new experience. Yeah, and then you get mauled by an invisible bear. Oh yes, please add that in my cart. Five ninety nine. We'll pay. Alrighty. In uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater news, uh, the remake is ne- renaming the famous mute grab trick to now the Weddle grab to honor its deaf creator a bit more appropriately as um, the creator is deaf, not mute, uh, the guy who made the trick. Um, so they renamed it to kind of make it a bit more appropriate, which is pretty cool and good on them for uh, keeping things... Uh, Whatever the word is. I agree. I agree. Uh, in Fall Guys news, uh, Fall Guys, the big new Battle Royale minigame game, 
um, had some huge has had huge success in its uh, couple of weeks that's been out, and uh, also had its uh, share of hackers. And uh, the band hammer is starting to come down for people who speed jump or fly hack the game. I personally, I think Fall Guys is extremely boring. I'm actually really surprised it kicked off like this. A lot of people like it. I I don't mind it. Tons of people. Tons of people love it. And I honestly, like all my friends play it. They tell me all about it. And I, I don't see it. I don't see the appeal. But I have seen a few clips of people that are hacking. One particularly of like a guy that flew across the map just to get to the crown. And he failed at glitched. getting it. It glitched. It just didn't want to work. And he couldn't grab the crown. And I thought it was the funniest. I saw that too. Best karma I've ever you're, seen. In a you're while. a hacker, but your gaming still sucks. Oh, it's so good. So good. It made me so happy. Um, in more rapid fire news, the Xbox Series X, despite Halo being uh, delayed... It confirmed it's going to get a November launch, which is big because we now have a general date of when these next-gen consoles are coming out, finally. Even though it's not definitive yet, we have a general idea. PlayStation is November as well, or is it December? I'm I'm going to be assuming it's going to be November, December. We now have a good, clear... Like idea time frame now with Xbox saying this because PlayStation Five is gonna wanna compete with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Match it up. And game stores are gonna be having a nightmare this Christmas season. Yeah, that's it's gonna for suck. Sure. It's gonna suck. Um, the, if ja- uh, ja- the the Solstice of Heroes event is going on in Destiny Two, and Jackson, our Destiny insider, is doing well. <laughs> uh, from the updates we've had, we've had with him, he's doing well. He's getting all those things. Thrilled. Um, the Last of Us Two uh, is adding two new, uh, well, one new difficulty and new options for the game. Uh, the grounded difficulty, which it was the hardest difficulty in uh, the first Last of Us, now getting added to the sequel, and they're also adding permadeath options for I'm the so game. I'm so excited. My dad immediately told me because he knows how much I love permadeath. So when he mentioned that, I'm like, oh baby. So it's time dead. for it's time for some Nuzlocke Last of Us Two runs, where if you die, you go back to the beginning of the game. Big excite, big excite. <laughs> um, and name change news. Uh, Twitch Prime rebranded itself as Twitch Gaming. Same mm-hmm. thing, just a different name. Basically, I didn't I didn't understand the difference, but yeah, sure, sure, sure. And uh, in retirement news, I think or just leaving news uh the street fighter producer yoshinori ono announced that he is leaving capcom after 25 years farewell thank you for your service uh yoshinori ono uh you made some great games i know my boy zach loves the street fighter franchise so thank you for uh making him good at fighting games by making those games thank you thank you and that's all the news for this week. Onward, forward to the releases for the week ahead. Uh, not a whole lot. On Tuesday, Microsoft Flight Sim, the big, big, big boy, finally comes out. Uh, Mortal Shell comes out for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Pathfinder Kingmaker comes out for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Rogue Legacy 2 drops on the PC, and Apex Legends Season 6 starts up. No game releases on Wednesday, but on Thursday, Battletoads makes its way to the Xbox One and PC. Uh, Griefhelm comes to the PC. Pastel Blind Karma comes to the PC. Uh, And Peaky Blinders Mastermind comes out on everything. And on Friday, Aokana, Four Rhythms Across the Blue, comes out for the PlayStation 4 and the Switch. Uh, New Super Lucky's Tale, the sequel to Super Lucky's Tale, comes out for the PS4 and Xbox One. And the big game, the big sports game that I'm genuinely excited for and interested to see how it does, PGA Tour 2K21, the first golf game that has not been under EA's... Um, branding for the PGA Tour. You're you're a golf guy. I had no uh, clue. Okay, so I I I've I never played like a full round of golf like on a real course because one I was never old I wasn't old enough for like the most time and now that I am COVID happened. Uh, but nice. I've done uh, Top Golf in Las Vegas the past two times I've been there oh. uh, just to work on my swing and I'm like it's not a great swing. Um, but when it comes to the video games, Tiger Woods 03 to 06 for the GameCube are my jam. I never knew. I never. This is whole new intel for me. 
And this is uh, ever since Rory McIlroy's PGA Tour, which was the last one that EA did. I think they just lost the. I don't know if they lost, PGA was like we're done with EA or something, or if they their contract with them just ended up. But now 2K has it, and I'm excited to see how well it does because I might pick it up if it does well and the gameplay looks the golf the golf core gameplay looks good, where it's just like yes, yeah, swing it back and you swing it forward to the control stick. Mm. That's that's what I want. That's all. That's all I need. Need in a golf game. Game. Don't need a buttons. Those are for like the off-brand golfing games, like Mario Golf or Yakuza Golf. Just give me s- some smooth motion in my control st- control stick for golf, please. You hear that, TK? You better satisfy Tony, or else. <laughs> and now we move, and that's it for the games uh, coming out uh, next week. Uh, and now we work on, now we're going to jump right into our first big segment of the podcast, which is a look back at the games of 2020. We have, we are halfway through the year. It's ah. crazy to think that. Ah, why do you want to tell me these news right now? That is traumatizing. Don't, don't <laughs> tell me this again. Oh, uh, why God. not? It uh, has, why not? You, you, you know why this I year mean, has been why. nothing short from a shit show. Yes, my absolutely. my internship got cut short because I don't want to catch COVID. It was I graduated oh, yeah, from on. home. I graduated we, from we, home. We, we both did. We all did. We all, we did. all did. We graduated from home. We waited for our grad caps and then our diplomas. I mean, honestly, is, I'll, this I'll say this: uh, as a guy who graduated back in 2017, uh, you're not miss. I mean, like obviously, like I feel like you guys did get shafted a bit, but I was debating whether or not I actually did want to go to convocation. This year, anyway, like if COVID never happened, I was debating it because I've done it once before, and that's really the big reason why. It it has been quite a shit show. This summer alone has been something, and I don't think this COVID situation is going to calm down until twenty twenty one. This is going to be the year that's going to be put on textbooks. <laughs> this is the year that's going in the textbook for twenty twenty one. For sure. Oh, that'll be it'll be great, but. Um, despite all that, though, 2020 has had some really good games come out. Actually so. I agree. Um, and so we're going to kind of look back uh, month by month, um, talking about some of the bigger game releases uh, or big DLC releases that came out. Uh, starting with January, uh, three games uh, caught my eye. Um, two that I did play um, and one that I didn't. Uh, the first one is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. That came out. Uh making a uh, another Dragon Ball Z game that actually covered a lot of, like, it covered, like, almost, like, everything from Z, I'm pretty sure. And the DLC just continued onward with the main story of it. The Remind DLC for Kingdom Hearts 3, which I absolutely loved, and Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE Encore, the remake to Tokyo Mirage Sessions for the Wii U. Uh, did you play any of those at all, Lara? Honestly, not at all. These kinds of games are not my thing. I'm probably one of the very few people in the world that like anime but have never watched Dragon Ball Z. I'm just okay. Honestly, I'm in the same boat. I have not watched Dragon Ball Z either, strictly because of like how many episodes there are. So many, dude. With with me, I would I would want to start at the beginning, starting with like OG Dragon Ball, and then going all the way to Super. It's just so much for me to cover, and I feel like. It's hard to cover. Like, when you're a kid, you just kind of wait every Saturday, so you have all that time to catch up on Dragon Ball Z. But my my country was so delayed on dub that I just never bothered. It was never my thing, so... Mm-hmm. I just stood by and never bothered with it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when it comes to anime games, like, even though I, like, I do like watching reviews about them to see how well they do, um, I feel like to play them, you have to, like, watch the show to really kind of understand a lot of the things that happen in them. Yeah, I get that. I see it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I will say, uh, Remind DLC for Kingdom Hearts 3, it was really good. It still left a large amount of unanswered questions. Like, a stupid amount of them. And that is uh, traumatizing to me. I don't yeah. like unfinished content. And then, and then the funny thing is, or later this, earlier this year, um, we got a trailer for a new Kingdom Hearts game. What? Me- uh, Melody of Memories. It's a rhythm game, and it's coming oh. out. 
And it's basically, it takes place after the events of 3, um, because we're sifting through Kyrie's memories to find Sora. Because Sora's missing now. Or Sora's dead, or something like that. It's, it's like that. It's, yeah. Yeah, so we have that going on. And uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, uh, basically uh, a poor man's persona. That's the best way to put it. Oh. With Fire Emblem characters, because they're in that too. Except they're the Fire Emblem characters are the personas. I'm confused. This is a lot. It, yeah, they're so instead of personas, they're called performas. Performance. Because in the game, uh, I, what was his game name? Iski. Oh, I can't remember what the main character's name was. It's something around those lines. And he's like friends with. He has a couple of friends, and uh, his one friend Subasa wants to be an idol. And uh, when the two of them get su- trapped in a different world, that's basically like the. Uh, what's it called? Like, uh, what's the Persona Five world called? Memoria or something like that. Oh, yeah, I it's, think it's you're ba- right. Yeah, it's basically like that where you go like to, into these portals and you go in, and you're like in, in like the dungeon crawling areas. And so when you go there, you're fighting these little f- specters and you meet Krom from Fire Emblem Awakening and Seda from Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon, and the two of them they're like like all animes. It's like we know what to do and they fuse together and they become fighters. And they are able to use their performance power. And then they get both of them get recruited into an entertainment company in Tsubasa. And then the game is basically like... It's like the overarching plot is we got to find out who's sending these evil performers to come kill everybody and steal their energy. While the like cuter plots are, Tsubasa's going to be on a TV show and she can't remember her lines. What is happening? I feel like anime video games just are steroid up. And the like best, you think it's a normal story, and then they just pump it with something weird. And then the best part is there's musical numbers scattered throughout, like J-pop, like legit J-pop tracks that I would bop to though. Like the soundtrack for the game is Jesus ten out of ten, Lord. and I have not finished it uh, because I think I got to the fourth chapter of the game. And uh, I'm just like it's just the same shit over and over again. New you get you get a new character. Uh, you go in the dungeon, you grind up. Yeah, well, the reason I stopped though is because you you gotta upgrade your weapons too. I'm like, okay, this isn't too bad. And they're like, hey, you know how in Fire Emblem you can get like a plus one to your weapon if you like have two of the same weapons. I'm like, yeah. Well, if you upgrade your weapon again, you get a plus one to it. And I'm just like, oh no. Because oh. you gotta do the entire upgrade tree for that weapon again. Ah. Uh, yeah. Who? Well, I guess some and people I, have time for that. Oh you know, yeah, absolutely. I don't. Well, I I Holy. would, but like, I with me being like completionist ass, I'm just like, no, that's too much for me. Even. I'd rather just play Persona Five at that point. <laughs> and those are like some of the big January releases. Uh, in come February though. Um, two games caught my eye. Uh, One Punch Man, A Hero Nobody Knows, the One Punch Man fighting game, which did decently well. Uh, you don't see many people talking about it now, but uh, the, I remember back then the meme was the meme of the game. It, it still is. Uh, if you choose Saitama as one of your fighters, um, he can only, he only he has to wait like 90 seconds to like a minute and a half. Oh, wait, that is the same thing. <laughs> but it's like it's like ninety seconds to like two minutes uh, before you can use him because he's running late. But then everyone he punches gets hit and dies in one punch. So it's accurate Jesus. to the show. Well, at least there's that. And the one that's caught my eye was Yakuza Five uh, HD as it finished off the Yakuza trilogy, the second Yakuza trilogy of 3, 4, and 5, being bundled together finally, uh, which I am currently playing through. I've finished up 3 and 4, and uh, after playing so many other games, I'm finally working on finishing 5, and it's really good. If you haven't played the Yakuza franchise, it is the one franchise I highly, highly recommend. I've seen a few clips, but I didn't really know it was a Yakuza game. I would hear about Yakuza, but I didn't know what it was. Yakuza. But I still see clips of it, and I think it's 
incredible. Just the other day, my boyfriend was playing Yakuza Zero, and he was telling me about it. And Zero is it great. Up, and it actually looks really fun. I'm actually considering buying it myself. Yes. I, it, there is a, there is an order to play it in, even though Zero is the sixth game sixth game made for the series because uh, I started with one, two, three, four, five, zero, then Kiwami one, Kiwami two, and then six. But Kiwami one and two are just remakes of one and two, built from the it's ground just up. Just the whole scenery of it. I was so shocked because it's whole. If correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's like a whole '90s Tokyo world. Uh, and it's so all like with zero, lights. with zero, it's um, so the game is based off of real life locations. Um, uh, the main area is called Kamurocho, which is based off of Kabukicho, the red light dis, the famous red light district in Tokyo. Um, and then you go to there are so many other areas you go to. There's you go to Osaka. Uh, Sotenbori, which is uh, again not the real name. Dotenbori is the real name for the area, but they call it Sotenbori um, because there are some differences with the game that they have with real life. But then, like you go to in the third game, Okinawa is the location, uh, and then in the fifth game, there it's five cities in one game that are all there, and it's Hello. crazy. It's just the whole scenery. It's like all these glowing lights that were so mm. huge in Tokyo, Japan. And everything's so claustrophobic because yep. everything's so tight. I don't, just the whole scenery and all these like extra things you can do. I think you can oh, like yeah. take care of like a re... What is it? What is it called again? Like you take care of a business of hel- selling houses. Yeah, so in Yakuza 0, uh, the big thing about Yakuza 0 is it takes place... It's a prequel to the entire series. Uh, hence why it's called Zero. Um, where money, it's the 80s, and, like, money in Japan is booming. They're in, like, an economic burst right now. Like, everyone's making money, everyone's spending money. It's good life. Girls are in, like, tight disco clothes. It's it's your ideal 80s scene. And uh, Kiryu, the main character, uh, things happen, I won't spoil, uh, and he eventually gets part of a real estate agency um, and this is how Kiryu makes his big bank in the game. And it's basically you just buy up stores and you go... Sometimes you go to a store, you walk up with a briefcase and you go, show me the money. And you open up that briefcase and bam, money. And you buy the business. And that's just how you make income. Um, there's another... On the other side of it, where Majima, who's the best character in the franchise, hands down, um, he runs a cabaret club. And you gotta do... It's like a whole mini game in itself. Uh, but the best part about the Yakuza franchise is the karaoke. I was about to say, Tony. I was like, I all I hear is the karaoke. That's all I wanted for, really. And, and you see, I the funny thing is... Um, singing to karaoke. I, that's yes. all I want. And the funny thing is, Bakami Tai, which is one of the so- famous songs, is a meme now again. Because Xbox users have access to Kiwami 2, uh, re- which finishes off the OG trilogy for... The, on the Xbox, because it used to be just a PlayStation-exclusive franchise, but now it's coming to Xbox, and uh, Bakamatai memes are hip again. Big, big time, please. Big time. It's great. Uh, that was February. March was a big month, uh, with Warzone coming out, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, My Hero 1 is Justice 2, which was a great fighting game, better than the first one. Uh, Half-Life Alex for VR came out. Persona 5 Royal came out, so a lot of Persona fans were happy. But then two big games came out that uh, fans uh, merged together because they shared a release date. <laughs> and that was Doom Eternal and the, a game that both of us have been playing since launch, Doom Eter- uh, Ace Animal Crossing New Horizons. And that's, that, that was, that was basically the rest of my march was Animal Crossing. I got it. I got it a little bit after release. I think I got it like three weeks after it came out because I was waiting for me to get the change for it. But the moment I got it, I think Cube, who was it? Cube, Shari, and Samson were my three first ones, and I fell in love with Cube. I never played any of the Animal Crossing. Uh, okay, so this was your game. first one too. My very first one. So I wasn't sure about the villagers. I saw some people like. I think at least I myself I think is mean that people like reset their islands to get at least three ones that they like or however many villagers they like. It was two. Like. It was two. You start with two. 
Oh, you start with Q. I'm sorry. It's, I can't remember. I think it was Shari and Q were first. I mean, that's but, pretty good. Sh- uh, Shari holds a special place in a lot of people's hearts strictly because Shari's of Chug. So sweet. Uh, because of Chugga Conroy's uh, New Leaf playthrough. And Shari's I've seen so you uh, your posts on Instagram I and Twitter of Cube. I am a huge Cube stan. I yeah. love Cube with all my heart. And a stupid little bitch in my island called Wendy called him fat. So I'm ignoring her until she fucking asked me if she can leave. And I'm going to pack her bags and kick her out into the fucking next plane so she can get the fuck out of here. Oh my. I hate that bitch. <laughs> oh, fucking that's funny. Cube fat, asshole. Oh no. He's a cute. Upset. He's a cute penguin. He just like snacks and eating and sleeping, and I love him for it. Mm-hmm. I have two animals on my island that I like refuse to have them move away, um, and that's Peck. He was one of my first islanders. He's a bird. Uh, and then there's Bones, my white doggy. I have two oh. doggies. I have two dogs now because my one hamster Rodney moved out, and I'm like, well, it's time to see how many miles tickets it takes me to get a good villager. And my first one, it was the brown doggy B, and oh. she's adorable. We got the two duos. And uh, I recently got another new villager yesterday. I think I spent fourteen tickets uh, searching, and I got uh, Tibbled the tiger. Ooh. Yeah. But that's been a game that's ever since it came out. It's just been I play every day. I try to play it every day. I miss a few days because of work and I'm just so exhausted. Mm-hmm. But I try to play at least one. Some days is five hours. Some days is ten. Who knows? <laughs> that's funny. I just go all out. Yeah. Uh, that was the big thing for March. Uh, like I said before, My Hero 1 is Justice 2. That took up my early March, and then the second Animal Crossing came out. That was the rest of it. That even went into April. Uh, April, we saw Resident Evil 3 Remastered come out. Oh, wait, sorry. Yeah, there is a game in April that I did play. Um, we saw Predator Hunting Grounds, and then the big April game, uh, Final Fantasy 7. The remake. Oh, I don't... I thought you were going to say Resident Evil 3 again. No. I was very excited for Resident Evil 3. My dad is a guy that buys all the limited editions. Oh. So whenever he gets one, I go with him so I can see the statue that he's getting. And he got it for the Resident Evil 3. I love Resident Evil franchises, as mentioned earlier in this episode. So I was very excited for this one. Yes. I love it. I don't play any Final Fantasy games, but I did hear about the seven constantly because that's what the people I follow on Twitter all talk about. Everyone was talking about it. And And everyone was talking about that stupid scene about with the flower. Well, not stupid. I don't want to be mean. But she's like, you want one? You want a flower? And he's like, "Mm, yeah. It was right at the beginning of the game. It's more of just like him just like it's more of just just cloud being cloud. Him trying to be too cool for himself, <laughs> but the the game is so good. With with me, it's got that like very simple Kingdom Hearts combat, but like there's with the how the commands are, it, it and the more you play it, the more you get into the combat. It's just so good, and I platinumed it, so that tells you how Ooh. good it is. Well, you, two you playthroughs, got a lot of knowledge. two playthroughs of that game. One on. You could do the first one on easy. I did it on normal because I'm like, I want a good experience for my first playthrough. And then a second one on hard. And by hard, I mean like extreme because it's you unlock the fourth difficulty that you got to beat the game on for the last Congratulations trophy. on the platinum yet. I've platinum a few games and it's hard work. So I'm very proud of you, Tony. It was, I think the game I, plat- I platinum immediately after that was cat lateral damage. My God. It's a game. You, pl- you do a lot more platinuming than I do. Games that I, I really like, that's when I platinum them. Yeah. And that's I am like that too. Uh with May, we saw Maneater, the game where you play as a shark. Uh the Mortal Kombat Eleven Aftermath DLC. Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. That was a big one for the Switch. Uh Minecraft Dungeons. And uh Saints for the Third Remastered. Um, yes. That was so fun. I love I that. played Saints Row 3, the the very first one. It Same. was on sale in PlayStation. And I was like, sure, I'll get it. And I was in love mm. with how stupid, so, so stupid so, it was. Oh, yeah. And I that's, fell in love with it because it's so funny. Oh, yeah. Like, that's that's what got me into Saints Row. Like, 
Uh, games with gold back with the Xbox 360, it was uh, one of the free games. So I go and I'm like, you know what? Let, let's let's try it. And I fell. I'm like, this is like a GTA clone, but like funny, and I like it. <laughs> and uh, I fell in love with it. And then I, now with the remastered with better graphics and all that, I'm like, I like it. I platinumed it. Um, yeah. Great game, great game. But yeah, Big it's time. thirty hours to platinum. Holy! That's all it takes, because one of the trophies is play the game for thirty hours. So it's oh, like, well, there you, you go. Yeah. Uh, in I would talk more about Xenoblade Definitive Edition, but I never got into Xenoblade just because of how weird the combat is. I don't. Unpopular opinion. I just don't care for the Xenoblade combat, and that's why I won't touch the game. <laughs> And a very unpopular opinion because that game is like beloved by like a lot of people, but it's just like I, I was the combat's not I don't care for it. Uh, in June, uh, the Pokemon Isle of Armor DLC came out, adding uh, Pokemon back into the game, and uh, two new ones, Kabu and Urshifu. It was all right. It was all right. Uh, then Last of Us Two came out, and. Uh, the game that I was playing in June, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. Your June was different than my June. Oh, yeah. I played a lot of Last of Us, too. I didn't really... I saw videos and streams of people playing the SpongeBob game, but I didn't really touch it. It was great. It was everything I wanted to remaster and more. Well, no, not, it was It was good. It was... It's very different than the original, because, especially mostly because like it's done by a completely different studio. Um, but they were good. Some of the charm was there. Some of the charm wasn't. Um, but other than that, like it was a good, it was a good remake. Not the best it could have been, but it was good. And I oh. platinumed it. You're you're a man of many talents. I can't platinum that many games. I mean, hey, I wouldn't I wouldn't platinum this many games, but because of quarantine, it's just like we have so much time. All of it, dude. All of mm-hmm. it. Might as well platinum the games you want now. Yes. And then July, which we just ended. Just ended. It's been the end of July. It's, we've been out of July for a while. Uh, we had Paper Mario and the Origami King. Uh, fairy Tale, which, thank God, there's like a good fairy tale. A good fairy, There's like a fairy tale game that isn't just Japan. Because that's been the case with all fairy tale games. Because like three exist, they're Japan only. Um, and uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yes, that one I still haven't played. I'm waiting for my dad to finish it. He's okay. done all of the side missions. He's done all the collectibles. Hey, Think same. That is that close to platinuming it? And it's now a, he's it, honestly, just about to finish the main story. It's a really easy platinum, honestly. Really easy. Because I did I it. I think he's on the verge. If he does like a few more things, I think he'll platinum. Mm-hmm. It's a really very simple game to platinum. It's just a long because of how much there is. Super. That man's been playing since it came out. He got that game on yeah. release and he's still playing it. Same. Trying to finish it. Same. Like I only finished it last week. This hasn't been. A, yeah, last week because That's I've crazy, been playing because of five again for like a week now. It took. It takes a while if you want to do everything and you only play like X amount a day. Um, but it's that was so July. much content to go through. Yeah, and with all of that though, there was like a lot of great games, and I and we still have like big games coming out: Watch Dogs Legion, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Like, where is a good year to be a gamer? It is, and all this free time, it's perfect. You yeah, honestly, quarantine. But... If any year had to have a pandemic, twenty twenty was the year to have it. Yeah, actually, yeah, good year, good year. I'm trying to think if there's a better year, but I think this is it. This, this is it. This is it. Um, and with that, we're gonna jump over into the next topic. And Lara, you can intro this. Hi. For this topic, we're gonna talk about how, in my opinion, indie games deserve so much more attention than some triple A games get, mm-hmm. and I think it's unfair. Like some games, some indie games that I played a crap ton of, I didn't platinum them, but I played them more than twice. Mm-hmm. That didn't get nearly. It's like okay, for example, a short hike, which I cried at the ending, and I went to Twitter and I DM'd the creator and told her how much the ending was so connecting to me and how I felt so much 
like so honored to play a game like that and she responds like i'm glad to have people telling me this i'm glad adam's lost memory i waited this game just came out final final piece all done like last month that i played it it's a horror game that one just one person one single person worked on this and i swear that this is a better game than some horror games i see people play 40 bucks for and this is like 15 on steam so if you want a good horror game there you go you just go around you're just put into this world that's terrifyingly scary you're in first person walking around solving puzzles and it's just trying to give you closest thing to what anxiety should feel like when you're in a horror setting you're gonna get anxious and it really gives it to that it does these subtle jump scares what's it called again what's the game called adam's lost memories is okay is is this a a single game i'm single game i don't know if this is the game i'm thinking of uh it's like is it divided into sections where like the first thing you do you're like in a bed and you're trying to sleep no okay i'm thinking of a completely different game but you're just going around. I think there's four chapters in total. I well, actually it might be six now. It's fully released. I can't quite remember. But you're just trying to solve puzzles as you go through. There's super subtle jump scares. Like this one vividly that I remember is you're looking down this like pipe, this huge pipe, and you can see something at the end there. It looks like someone that's crying. And you just like, I think if you stare at it for like 10 seconds, once you turn around, you can see this face peeking at the door. But the moment you look at it, it hides away. So you're like, wait, did, did I... Did I just see something? And you're just terrified that there's something following you. It is incredibly good. I've been waiting for the final piece since November of last year. And it finally, finally came out. And it's so terribly good. And then another one that I I think it got a little more of a spotlight, I think. But it's super sweet. It's just called Coffee Talk. You're just the owner of a coffee shop in this world where, like, monsters and people, like, co-aside. And you just kind of serve coffee. You talk to people. And then you overhear people's conversations. And it's super nice and chill. And then another... Well, I I think it would be uh, weird to say Goofy. That that reminds me of... No, it reminds me of Pokemon Cafe Mix. It's super cute. It's super cute. It's su- I think it's like twenty bucks or whatever, but it's super cheap and it's super it's good. Po- it's Pokemon Cafe mix without the puzzle solving part. Probably. It's just serving coffee. No puzzles yeah. there. Just own your coffee shop with a breeze. And then I think this one people know a lot about because I think a lot of YouTubers played it. Do you know Paper Please? Oh, Papers Please. Yeah, Papers Please. Welcome to Rastolka. Or it this, is it's just yeah. super casual you just yeah. want to see if people are allowed in the country or not and you just go about it's a game you can play for hours you're not even really mm-hmm. that paying attention you just go around stamping old. papers or like it's been in, or, or like it's been in like early access for like a long time if, if, if did it just get an official release or is it like old like an older indie game an older one okay okay game. yeah because I, I remember I, I knew about that game strictly because I remember the Yogg's cast played it back when I watched a lot of the Yogg's cast. Yeah, a ton of people played it, like, mm. a few years ago. And I... And that gets kind of to the other side of things. What helped these games... Like, some indie games get these huge spotlights. Yeah. Honestly, my opinion, Fall Guys is an oh, indie game, but it's yeah. so huge that people don't even think about it. it. it, it and, a lot of games that are under... Like, a lot of people don't really think about it, but a lot of games that are under Devolver Digital, which is be- slowly becoming, like, a household name, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they they publish only indie games. Like, that's their whole only. shtick. And I think Fall Guys only got so huge because of how much publicity went into it Mm -hmm. they sponsored a ton of streamers on the beta weekend they gave a ton of streamers free codes and people will come to their stream watch them play it think this is the best try to get the codes Mm -hmm. and if they get the codes that's all they played Mm -hmm. and then i don't think they expect it to be so huge because they didn't release and then they also released it for free on the ps ps4 oh yeah free with gold too and, and it just blew up. Like, servers like, would be so, down yeah, their every, like, hour it. or so. Yeah. It, uh, so it was it crazy. Was nuts. And it then was I think... I think what, like, devs can do, honestly, is just... If you're trying to go on a cheaper side of things, try to spread the game in social media. I think that's the cheapest way to do so. Yeah, but def- if you have money... Very much definitely. 
put it into streamers and it'll it'll get its its fair share of sales just mm-hmm. because a big streamer like Soda Pop, Miskiff, those guys played Fall Guys and it exploded and I think it's mostly because of them because they get easily 20,000 people per I, I was looking uh I was on Twitch a little bit earlier today and now that Mixer is shut down uh Shroud's back on the platform. Yes, and, my uh, uncle's back <laughs> and I got very excited. I, was, I didn't I, bother to watch him on Mixer, but the moment the announcement went up on Twitter, it's like <laughs> I knew my baby Shroud was gonna come back. And I, I looked no at doubt. it. He has he had over almost eighty thousand people watching him live. Yes, like yes. that's that kind of number is mind boggling. Mind boggling to me because like the highest number I've seen like with streamers that I follow is like maybe two three k. Sometimes eight or k, depending if Ray's doing a uh, certain certain game. But like it's never like I've never I don't really see streamers with that many numbers, strictly because like they don't really appeal to me that much. I'm very I much. I just love imagining, uh, like them in a stadium. Like that's such an insane amount of people. Yeah. If you just imagine them in a computer in a stadium filled of people watching him play, it is crazy the amount of people mm-hmm. that will watch. Um, what are some of your other favorite indie games? Because I know that for for me, one of my favorite is Stardew Valley. Yes, so I think there's some indie games that did get a lot of attention, and mm-hmm. I think. Stardew Valley got a ton of it and they didn't get any publicity. It just kind of they went to their game making and people picked up on it. Uh, I will quickly look while I speak, but I played a crap ton of Stardew. I actually just downloaded it again and I've been playing it. I have 320 hours on Stardew. I play a lot of that game. As much as I'm like, oh my god, that's a lot, I'm pretty sure I have like, I'm with my PS4 and Switch because I have it on both. Um, Ooh. Because like I, do- I got on the PS4 originally, and then I got my I got my Switch. I'm like, oh yeah, there's Stardew Valley. It's on sale, and it has the multiplayer update, so it's um, <gasps> there's more stuff than the PS4 version. So Download, good. and I played it again. And I've who have I married in that game? I've done. I've married Penny. She was my first one. I've done Penny. Penny's cute. Uh, Abigail, my favorite. Oh. I hate how many people like Abigail. I'm, I'm not so, fan of Abigail. She's a gamer. I can't help myself. And she, also, she I, plays I just drums and she likes uh, rocks. I, 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 all, all things considered, I genuinely like Abigail and like, love, like she's a genuinely good character. Out of all girls, I think Leah is my favorite. Leah's I did. Le- I did Leah. I did do Leah. She was my. Was she my? F- first one on the Switch? No, no, no. I did. I, I think I did another playthrough on the. No, I did it on the Switch, and my first playthrough on the Switch, I did Leia, and I loved that one. She's so sweet. And then I did Haley as well. Oh, I've never done Haley. Honestly, I've never touched on. Uh, she's she starts as a bitch, like not yeah, she's a, an asshole. So yeah. I wasn't interested. I was like, cool, all right, but, I'll give you space. Like her last one before, like her like special one that you can only get like once you've like become girlfriends with her, is her like adapting with some an- like playing with some animals and getting dirty and it's oh. like you see it's, you see her grow as a character cute the cute. only the only two i haven't done is uh maru and emily yeah i haven't done maru i've done emily i haven't done maru and Haley. i think those are the only two girls mm. that i haven't done and then as for the guys i just try to see how far i get their friendship ones and I think I've, the done, fr- I, I've done Shane's like all the way up for friendship. I know that one. Mm, and I've, I've done, done I've done Shane's love. Who's the first one that I did? Mm-hmm. Who's who else have I gotten like high up for the friendship with the guys? I'm pretty sure. Was it Elliot? No, Sam. Was I it? haven't done Sam. Sebastian. Sam was the only one that I haven't done for the guys. I've done the rest of them. Okay. Oh, and Alex. Sorry, I haven't done Sam and Alex. Mm. Those yeah, because Alex is the one who comes across as the... He's a douche. A weird jock. He's not a douche. He's just a weird jock, and I'm mm-hmm. not a fan of them. Yeah. But yeah, that's starting. That's uh, Stardew in a sense. <laughs> I, I, I we want... went a little f- I, It's a great, great, for a great game. Uh, super fun it's I feel the dude who developed it like good for him for like uh, what's the because uh, he's no longer with uh, Chucklefish who like helped publish because of a dispute that happened 
that with that so he's he's doing it now all entirely on his own which is why things have been slower but it's like he's yeah. still updating that game a lot of work there's like a lot of work to you, do like fish row in that game now you can have fish farms and shit that's crazy it's kind of crazy um are there any other indie games you want to bring up well there's like an there's a horror game that it was indie and it Five got Nights a lot of Freddy's. attention no slender the arrival <laughs> no both of those are considered streamers indie. played it youtubers played it i feel like every like streamer youtuber that plays horror games had to play this game amnesia and it's not even done yet and <laughs> there's no, still two chapters done. left for this game bendy visage visage oh i've okay that yes. name is so familiar what's the mm-hmm. gameplay like it's it's honestly like a dupe from pt that I can assume that PT was going to be. It's just you're put into this house. You shot. Well, at least I assume I shot. I shot my wife and my two kids. And now Ooh. I'm put into this house. And I'm going around. And you can pick up certain items. And if there are particular items, it starts new chapters. So there's only two chapters out right now. There's the Lucy chapter and the Dolores chapter. I just finished the Dolores both chapters the other day because when I first played it, I got really upset that I couldn't figure out a puzzle and jump scares were really scary. So I wanted to take a break from it. But the other day, I finally ended up sucking up my balls and becoming a man and finishing up the game. And I did. And it's actually really, really good. There's still two more chapters and they're hopefully going to come out this year, I think they said. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I I just looked up... um images and like gameplay but yeah i i know which game you're talking about every every streamer youtuber played it if they play horror games they're gonna play visage Mm. uh what are your thoughts before we uh end this topic of five nights at freddy's five nights at freddy's i've watched a ton of people play it i've never played it myself but i've watched of course pewdiepie play it markiplier play it Mm -hmm. I've watched Tio, a Swedish streamer I watched. It's probably not very well known. Uh, I've watched him play it. I watched people play it. I think it's a good game. I think I think they're milking it a little too much with how many games they're making out of it. With how much Scott's making. Game. Scott Cawson. So many. So One many. man. Like, just leave it at the five nights. That's it. Just leave it there. It's a good <sighs> game. Just making so many. Feels like, it feels weird. It feels weird. How many games are out now? Set eight, seven, eight, nine. I thought it, I thought it was six. Okay, so if you're telling me seven, eight, okay, or nine, for like that's for like exhausting. core games, it's one, two, three, four. Sister location, ultimate custom night. Jesus. Oh, sorry, Christ. not ultimate custom night. Um, uh, pizza pizzeria simulator. That's one through uh, that's one through six. Then there's ultimate custom night, which is kind of seven. Um, it's just basically like customizing your own nights to do like. It has Easter eggs. Then there's FNAF World, which was that RPG Five Nights at Freddy's game that sucked. And then there's uh, Help Wanted, the VR game. My God. So there's nine. And there's a tenth one planned. (laughs) Okay. One man, ten games. It's fine. I know you're one man and you're trying really hard to make a cool game that lots of people and, like. And to think, he fine. made uh, like religious Christian games before oh. this. Oh, that's a little polar opposite. <laughs> uh, a little bit. How the turntables. Turntables. Uh, is there anything else you want to add to wrap up this segment, Lara? Let's do it. Okay, what do you want to add? I want to quickly talk about, super brief, I'll be very brief, developer digital. They went full out, but I know a lot of people like Fall Guys, but if you can just look into their other games, they made some awesome games too. Two of my favorites are Digital Miami and Gris. Those are two great games, so look into their games. I've heard a lot of good things about Gris, yeah. Gris is so beautiful and so relaxing. Look into this company, because Fall Guys is so so lazy to me and so weird mm-hmm. they made good games before i believe I really they're also responsible for publishing like enter the gungeon um yeah uh my friend pedro which is that game that had that banana as a oh, mascot banana. Uh, yeah they they like real like if you want to get into the indie game scene start with devolver and like from there just dig down the rabbit hole it's i think nuts. that's a good way to state it good point yeah Indie games, they're great. Play them. Yes. 
Play them. Explore. Uh, I feel like we should talk one more, uh, which is another popular one, Celeste. Oh, Celeste. Celeste was so sweet. I wish more people... Like, people just don't play... I don't know. I don't know if people don't play, like, indie games because they assume they're all going to be glitchy and weird. But Celeste is, is a little mm. hard. I haven't played it myself, I'll grant it, because it's... it's I'm just it's not a, that it's good a, at video it's games. It's a tricky platformer. I'm not that good at video games, so I Celeste is <laughs> a little too hard for me. But I've seen people play it, and it's really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. At least for me, it's really fun to just keep up with the character going all across the screen and jumping everywhere. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun to watch a speedrun for that game. Big time. Um, and that's that's our guest topic. Thank you, Lara. Thank you. Uh, we're now going to jump into the grab bag, which is a smaller, a variety of smaller bits that go right before the end of the podcast. And like always, we're going to start with Draw of the Deck, uh, which is where we talk our TCG news. In the TCG world, uh, Dark po- in the Pokemon TCG world, Darkness Ablaze, their new set, it's now out. It came out on August 14th, so you can get all those new cards. And uh, there's, uh, there's a Charizard in there. There's a Gigantamax Charizard. So go get your Charizard, kids. Um, and no Yu-Gi-Oh! news, again. Um, I'm used to it at this point, don't worry. Uh, in Magic the Gathering, however, uh, Amon Cat Remastered sets uh, came to Magic the Gathering Arena, adding 340 new cards to the online game. Woo! Cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now that's it for Draw the Deck. Into Retro Reminder, uh, where we briefly talk about an old series or, fr- or game. And uh, considering this week, uh, 33 years ago, uh, Metroid came out. Metroid's a... Uh, I have a boner for Metroid. Sh- she's just so... Oh, I'm sorry. I can't... I, I need to make this not horny hour for me. Uh, good game. Good game. Great game. I... Oh my god, what Metroid games have I played? I'm trying to think because I haven't played a lot of Metroid... Okay, I've played Prime um, for the GameCube. And I've played Super Metroid... I think I have I when I played Super Metroid it like it wasn't a lot like it was the first fight with Redley where like he steals the the baby Metroid and like a little bit after that but that's really about it I didn't really go much into Metroid I played Prime and I'm still not past the first level that's my history with Metroid <laughs> what about you Lara what well, how many Metroid games have you played I haven't played any. I've just watched Game Grumps play a ton of it. Oh. Mm-hmm. What, uh, of the ones that you've watched, which one is your favorite? Oh, no. What a question is this? <laughs> um, well, I don't think they played all of them. Uh, I think it was just Super Metroid. I, I don't think they played any others Have they, pl- have they played watched. Fusion? I don't know. The only one I can remember is Super Metroid. I don't know if there was any other. That's the one everyone mostly remembers because that's like the, the iconic one of this franchise. And then the Prime series I, just outdoes itself. I just love Super Metroid because of how classic it is. Mm-hmm. It's just so. Like, I'm not from that age. So watching it is just kind of like. Like, wow, watching to another generation that I'm not from. It's just weird. I don't know if I'm making any sense. I just like to watch things that are not from my era and being nostalgic about it, but yeah. not living through it. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Let's go with Thank that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's a retro reminder. The I don't got really much to say about Metroid. It's a great series. Um, it basically helped revolutionize a genre of game, the Metroidvania games. And uh, yeah, great, great time. Um, on to the achievement of the week. Uh, it is top dog in PGA Tour 2K21, which is to beat your last rival in your PGA Tour career. And the game of the week, um, I was going to give it to PGA Tour 2K21, but I'm going to give it to Microsoft Flight Simulator because that game has a lot of potential and promise of being able to fly around the world at a one-to-one scale. I'm afraid of heights, so that's not my kind of game. (laughs) 
I don't want to. I'm already. I always pick the aisle seat in an airplane, so I'm not going to be playing a game where I need to look outside. No thanks. Even though you know it's a game and it won't hurt you. Yeah, I, it's just like the view of it, and then imagining myself in that view. I'm like, uh, uh, nope. Uh, no. Okay. Nope. Okay then. Um, and that's that's everything. Uh, thanks for joining me, Lara. Thank you. Where, Thank you for having me. Yeah, not a problem. Where can we find you on the internet? Uh, I am on Twitter on Laura S. Nebs. And then it's just kind of where I hang. Twitter's my thing. Twitter's my big thing. All righty. Uh, thank you once again for joining us. Thank you. And I will see you all. You will see me. We'll be back next Sunday for a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. Tune in every Sunday for new episodes. 